Hi, and welcome to the Free to Be Authentic podcast. I am Durga Magneta. I am an intuitive coach, an empathic healer, a teacher, and an author. And for over 20 years, I've been helping people just like you find more peace, tranquility, and empowerment. So take a nice deep breath, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Welcome to this week's episode, How to Consciously Maneuver Through Shifts in Relationships. This is something that I'm seeing a lot of right now, and I felt this was really important because there is so much changing. There's so much energetic shifting right now that friendships are bound to be impacted. Now, you may or may not know that friendships are in your life for reasons. There is a time, a reason, and a season that someone's in your life. And there's also times when friendships fall apart. And there's times when people stop resonating with each other. And this is where it gets tricky, especially during this time right now, where the energetic shifting in people's lives are changing so drastically because of the new energies that are coming into the world. Our friendships are bound to change. Now, a lot of you are familiar with the situation where you're doing a lot of growing and you start realizing that some of your relationships are toxic and you need to cut them out or you just aren't interested in staying in friendships that the person is stuck in toxic patterns or just in a place that's really negative and they don't really want to see things any other way you lose interest in the friendship or you have to pull distance so that you're not affected by the toxicity of it. But there's another situation that you you may not have realized is that because of the intense shifting that's going on right now, there are friends that could leave your life for no apparent reason. And the trap that we can fall into is personalizing this. And I'm going to go over a few scenarios with you just so that you have a heads up because chances are you're going to experience something like this and I would like to save you the frustration of going down the road of personalizing it. So in the old paradigm, when someone was meant to leave your life and we were just working through unconscious mechanisms, there would be usually some sort of a blowout. And sometimes the blowout would come out of nowhere and sometimes the blowout would be really out of character for either one or both of the parties involved you are the other person and it's like this blowout was the reason why you're no longer friends but what you don't realize is that blowout was divinely orchestrated so that you would have a reason not to continue uh, staying close with this person for your own well-being now that we're raising in consciousness what's happening is that you're just aware that the person is has drifted away or they're not responding to you or they're not close to you anymore and you can feel it happen and then it starts to kind of pull up your stuff so to speak so the major key point here is that people leave your life not because somebody's bad somebody's good somebody's toxic somebody's not toxic there's nothing wrong with anybody and nobody's doing anything wrong just your paths are different and from divine perspective, there's some reason why they're not meant to be close to you in your life. And this is going to look like all of a sudden they're just completely disinterested in you and they they don't want to answer your phone calls. They don't respond to you at all online. They don't interact with you anymore. And you just 
really feel like they're gone. Now this could be permanent or this could just be temporary where they come back around because you've all had people, they leave and then they come back around. Another little theory that I feel is true is that this happens so that we can be triggered to get out of our own way in a few different ways. This is going to trigger abandonment, betrayal, and really most of all rejection. And a lot of people have these as trigger points, um, myself included. I've had to work a lot on this. So I really wanted to share this with you to give you a heads up. Because if you can see what's happening and why, it's really not going to be as painful because we're still at the point where we're dealing with this virus and a lot of people are isolated. It's also possible that it's going to reiterate the pain of being alone and being isolated because now you feel abandoned and you feel rejected by people. So this is tough. It's a tough time, but it's also a great opportunity to let some of this stuff go because what business do we have to lower ourselves to those types of things, really, if you, if you think about it. So as we maneuver through these things, it's important to stay centered. It's important to stay mindful. It's important to recognize the trigger points. It's important also to feel the pain, sit with it, and just let it move. Rather than adding a narrative about this person not being a friend to you, about you not being good enough to be their friend or or I mean there's an array of different narratives that just really aren't true and certainly not serving of you it's also going to trigger if you were a child who uh, lost a parent at a young age or never had a parent it's going to pull up all that abandonment stuff and not being good enough stuff so it's I think it's really just more than anything like I said before an opportunity for you to get out of your own way one trap I don't want to see you get what fall into is to get into the idea that they're not a good friend, they're not a good person, to finding fault with them so that you don't feel as rejected and you don't feel as bad. You need to be real careful because the ego mind wants to make them wrong so that you can feel better about yourself, so that you're not rejection worthy. Please be careful. This person is not doing anything wrong. They could just need time for themselves. It's not personal to you. And this is an opportunity to make it not personal to you from your own end, your own perspective and how you're processing information. And if you think about it, learning this mechanism is really going to change your life and how you see things. You won't personalize other people's behavior, other people's words. Also, you probably are on the other side to this where there's just people you don't feel a pull or a draw to engage with as much as you used to. Does that make you a bad friend? Does that make you a bad person? Does that mean that there's something wrong with them? The ego mind could create that there's something wrong with them, but there really isn't. Everybody's on their own path. Everybody's doing what they're meant to be doing, so nobody's really wrong here. It's really important not to get into the good, bad, wrong, or right. Remember, that's the key to all suffering. So if the tables were turned, it really wouldn't be fair of this person to assume that you're not a good friend, that you're betraying them, and blah, blah, blah. Their narrative. I mean, it's just, we need to stay conscious right now because people are going to come in and they are going to go out more rapidly than they were doing before. We can probably all agree that one of the most painful things that we go through emotionally as far as 
regular everyday life and social events is rejection. Most people are petrified of rejection. And it's something that I've wrestled with for a long time, just for whatever reason. And I've always invited the opportunity to overcome that. Because really, we're not valuing ourselves if we're in that space. So it's definitely a teacher for us to value ourselves and raise up from that. Because we're really, again, just personalizing other people's situations. It's not really about us. It's about them doing what they need to do for themselves. You don't know what they're going through. And sometimes we don't have it in us to be there for someone else as a friend. Friendship really requires energy and focus and positivity that sometimes we don't have. So it could just be the appearance of a friend going away because they need to take care of themselves. Or if obviously you've probably been on the other side of that, people getting mad at you for not being there for them. Really the thing is, is that we need to learn to be there for ourselves. We need to learn to be our own friend at this time and not put that responsibility on somebody else. And if we put it under this light, we're abandoning ourselves. We're betraying ourselves. We're jumping ship on ourselves if we think it's somebody else's responsibility to be our friend. People don't owe each other friendship. So if you're experiencing this right now, ask yourself, how is this serving me? Where is this taking me? How is there good in this? Am I being a friend to myself on the level that I expect other people to be my friend? Is this an opportunity for me to get past my rejection fears, my betrayal fears, to put blame on someone else, to personalize somebody else's words and actions. Everybody is absolutely doing the best they can. These can be very difficult times to maneuver through, and you can see how somebody doesn't have it in them to really give to a friendship at this point. As far as the matter of resonance, um, as a reader, I'm seeing people's lives getting ready to change a whole new chapter. I think we're shedding our skin, so to speak, and really evolving very quickly. It makes perfect sense that people would stop resonating with each other and that friendships would go grow in different directions. But because we're conscious, there doesn't need to be a blowout. There doesn't need to be a big reason why you're not friends with that person. And it's kind of tricky when that happens because we're not used to it. So if you see it happening, notice the internal dialogue, notice the narrative, try not to make it about you and say, this person needs to go in their own direction, whether it's permanent and whether it's temporary, I need to be a better friend to myself. Perhaps the person's leaving your life to make room for new people. Perhaps your time with them is just done. And because you're conscious and because you love each other, there doesn't need to be a blowout or egoic reason or some reason why they're wrong. And I love this, but if you think about it, if your, your ego's not getting involved, it's really kind of tricky. We're not used to that. So it's really kind of exciting that this is the beginning of truly a new paradigm where we just say, I guess that person's time with us is over, at least for now. I so enjoyed the time I had with them and I blessed them on their way. And this only means that better, you know, maybe even bigger, better things are happening for us. I, I really don't know. I don't know what that means for you. And it doesn't, I'm not going in the direction of saying that their friendship wasn't good or that you you can do better. It just, you don't know what's coming. Every It's always a good reason why people leave your life, you know, with the exception of parents sometimes. But I actually think that 
the situations I'm aware of, I think it was actually good that they didn't stick around. So that's, that's another podcast for another time, obviously. I really believe at the end of the day, these types of experiences are teaching us to love ourselves more. And you, I'm sure you'd agree that that's, that's really necessary and really helpful. Because if you knew how great you were, how good you were, what a good friend you are, what a valuable human being you are, you would not personalize their behavior. You would just figure something's up with them. They need their space, right? So if you're personalizing it and lowering yourself, it's really opening your eyes to something that you need to look at. Because you're not going to go into this new chapter thinking that you're less than what you are. And to see yourself in some sort of, from some sort of lower perspective. There's another little thing I wanted to add in here because I noticed that it was happening quite a bit. Is that the tendency for the ego mind to stew over it. Not only is it happening, but your mind just wants to stew over it and stew over it and stew over it. And that, if you look at it through a higher perspective, when your ego is doing that to you, it's trying to stay in control of you. Like you're just doing your thing and all of a sudden you'll remember that that's happening and wanting to be, feel hurt and feel stewy and upset over it. And you have to say, you know what? I'm not going to stew over that. There's a good reason why it's happening and I'm going to trust that and I, I have myself and I have other people and this is, this is okay and I choose to accept it. So you need to shut down the ego's way of trying to control you in that way and stew over it. So this is tricky because for most of us, that rejection, abandonment, and lowering ourselves to, to those things is a lifelong pattern and uh, possibly even longer than when I was experiencing the grips of this, I just decided that I was going to turn it into empowerment because that's my whole thing. I was like, how is this empowering me? What, what kind of good is going to come from this? I'm so excited for this opportunity. And I really did start to feel different if I looked for the opportunity for this to empower me. There's another aspect of this where you genuinely, in a very healthy way, need to mourn the loss of certain relationships, especially the ones who are near and dear to you. So you give yourself the healthy time you need to mourn the loss of it. And just like any other loss, you will get over it. You will move on. And there's other people coming in. There's other friendships. And the friendship that you have with yourself will grow to the point where you don't need that to the same extent. Now, we all need other people. We need each other. Some people are introverts. Some people are extroverts. But we all need other people. It's just the way we're wired. Of course, you're going to mourn the loss of certain friendships. And remember, um, I've seen it more than once where people do come back into your life. So just hold a positive space, lovingly let them go, respect that they're just doing what they need to do for themselves. Try not to personalize. Focus on yourself. Focus on feeling complete with the friendship you have with yourself. Focus on the people who are still in your life and focus on the productivity in other areas that would be helpful to you. It's so important during this time that as you get triggered that you do not unload on the other person because that's really going to spoil your chances of them coming back in anytime soon. If you think about it, just process it yourself. Talk to, If you're in therapy, talk to your therapist. If you come and read with me, <laughs> I can help you with that too. That's actually, that's what part of what prompted this. 
not only my own experiences, but that of others. Something that might be nice if a person is not responsive, rather than taking it personal. You know, they're already going through something and then you're going to unload on them because you feel rejected and hurt. It's just not productive. It's not conducive and that actually doesn't make you a very good friend in that moment. So what you can do is you can just say, take all the time you need and let me know if I can help you. I hope you feel better soon. And just leave it at that. Let it go and focus on yourself, focus on your own life and know that really truly by being on both sides of this at this point you've been on both sides of this that it is not personal and there are times when you feel like you're letting somebody go for certain reasons it doesn't invalidate their path and their need to be on the particular path they are and it doesn't make their path any less divine than yours because we all go through our stuff we all have our periods of where someone could look at our lives and our actions and where we're at and judge them and think we're in a lower place it just means you're not resonating because you're not there at the same time they're there, but you were there. So it's important not to be self-righteous and that because that's a really huge tendency. So let's set a deep intention to really honor the ebb and the flow of people coming in and out of our lives. Let's try and think of what they need, what they're doing, and, and not in regards to us and not personalize this stuff. And let's just stay open to new possibility because chances are this whole thing is happening because your life is changing for the better. Let's not think we have this all figured out. You know that's not how life works. <laughs> so I hope you're all doing okay. Join me next week when I talk about the gift of judgment. See you later. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, there's a Patreon button here on the site, along with incentives for subscribers. Please share this with anyone you feel may enjoy this. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please shoot me an email at freetobeauthentic@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you would like to book a private session, please go to freetobeauthentic.com. There's a new client special button that will save you 25% on your first session. I'll see you next time. Thank you.